Welcome to the Shed the Shame podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Whitens, online women's mental and emotional wellness coach, educator, and mental health advocate. My mission is to create and embrace a new norm of processing emotions and healing trauma. This will allow us to collectively shed the shame, guilt, and stigmas around mental health, emotional well-being, and self-care. It's long overdue for society to empower women to shamelessly focus on their own health and wellness so they can self-heal and in turn model that healing in their relationships and especially for their children. This podcast is a place for inspiration, education, and tools on how to confidently break the societal patterns that keep us stuck, unhappy, and unfulfilled in life. It's time to start creating the healthy and happy life you've always dreamed of. Together, we can do this one episode at a time. So without further ado, let's dive right in and shed the shame. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. Today, we're going to talk about one of one of the hardest things to overcome. And that's when you are working hard on something and you're focused, things are going well. And then all of a sudden, everything falls apart piece by piece. Your whole world comes crashing down because of one thing or another or all of the above. It gets in your way. And it makes you crumble, right? And it it makes everything that much more difficult. So we're going to have a little chat about that and how to persevere when those weak moments seem to swallow us up. Okay, so welcome. Let's get into it because it's really important to learn how to navigate life's toughest moments right? Especially with grace and resilience. So this is about perseverance, resilience, and this is going to be powerful because we're going to give you the tools to really figure out how to have that perseverance, how to have that resilience when you need it most, right? Because let's face it, life is tough and it can get really messy. And sometimes things happen that we don't expect and everything can feel like it's completely falling apart right in front of you. But the real test is how we react to these situations, right? So I'm going to share with you today some actionable steps that I want you to remember because they're going to help you to maintain your composure when things seem to be spiraling completely out of control. So one of the first things that I want to discuss is managing your emotions. And I know I talk about this a lot because it's that important. When we're feeling overwhelmed, disappointed, stressed, sad, ashamed, angry, whatever, our emotions can totally get the best of us, right? So this can further perpetuate the cycle of chaos that's going on around us. So to help with this, it's important to develop emotional regulation techniques that work for you. You don't want to avoid your emotions completely, but you also don't want them to totally 
take over and put you into a constant state of fight, flight, freeze, or fun. Allow yourself the time and the space to feel what you need to process. You need to give yourself that. And then utilize emotional regulation techniques to ensure that you come back into your body. And really, that piece depends on if you're, you know, if you're in a state of fight or flight, which you feel unsafe, that's when our nervous system is like high alert, going haywire, right? And we don't feel safe. We feel like we either need to fight or run away. We feel like we need to get out of there. That is, that is something where when you're in those states, you're going to want to recognize that you want to bring yourself down and get more calm. Whereas on the opposite side of that is freeze and fawn. Okay. When we're in freeze and fawn, our nervous system is shutting down. We want to hide. We want to blend in. We want to dissociate and disconnect. So that's when you want to take actions that kind of chart, recharge your nervous system and recharge your battery. So that's more things that would energize you. Whereas in fight or flight, you want to calm that energy. All right. And that's why we feel so uncomfortable in those states because our nervous system is either like way overactive or way underactive. And it's in an effort to protect us, which is cool. It's doing its job. But you want to be able to recognize these states because it can be extremely detrimental to stay in those states and stay in your head and potentially go down the road of extreme sadness or extreme panic or extreme dissociation. So test out different techniques to get back to a mode of connection. So you're connected to your body and your mind is connected and you can be a, feel safe in the present moment. So depending on where you're at, for example, if your nervous system's going haywire and you're in fight or flight and anxiety can be in that state, right? High energy, you feel like you're gonna crawl out of your skin, those types of feelings. That's when you want to implement like deep breathing exercises, meditation, something that brings you down and out of that. Whereas when you're in a state of freeze or fawn and you're trying to detach yourself from the situation, that's when you want to bring movement, safe movement to your body. You can shake, you can jump, you can walk, you can bring touch into your body but make sure you feel safe doing it. And if you have one, utilize a practitioner to help you with that. Someone who is well-versed in trauma responses and who's trauma-informed and is well-versed in nervous system work and somatics. So that will help you get out of your head and back into your present body. So find those techniques and use them. That's going to help you regain balance and composure. So. Another important aspect of persevering through your weakest moments is to maintain confidence in your abilities. 
hey man, you've made it this far, right? When things get tough, it's easy to feel like we're not adequate enough to handle it or that we should just quit or give up. And, you know, you've been through tough times before and you've prevailed. Okay? Been there myself. So tap into that belief in yourself by remembering what you've already accomplished. Think about times when you've been a badass and in control and proud of yourself. Lean on your strengths. I think we often forget exactly what we're really good at, what we're ballers at when when the going gets tough. We feel weak and we fold and we hide or sometimes we lash out. And so to prepare for this, write a list of things you're really fucking good at. Okay, what skills do you possess that you can call upon when the going gets tough? A little trick that I use and that I actually use with my clients is to take an assessment that pinpoints your skills, your strengths. You can Google this. It's from the VIA Institute on Character. And you can just, you know, sign in with, sign up with your email and you can take this whole survey and it will send you a lot of information. And it tells you, it gives you the areas that you rock at, and then you can leverage those to work for you in your times of distress. And then it'll also, you know, it'll give you your top, you know, five things that you rock at. And then as you go down the list, the strengths get less and less weaker and weaker, right? So then you can focus on the things and utilizing the things that you're really good at in order to pull through in those moments when you need it most. Okay, so this will give you an idea of exactly how you can depend on yourself when you need it most. And this also proves just how you really do have everything that you need to overcome whatever obstacles are thrown your way. This is really the cornerstone to resilience and perseverance, right? We use what we're good at in order to get through it, okay? Now, the other thing I wanna talk about is setting boundaries. And why is setting boundaries something that is going to help you persevere in your weakest moments? Well, first of all, if shit's really bad, you don't need anyone knocking on your door that can make it worse, right? So boundaries are crucial for navigating through your toughest moments. And not only is it setting boundaries with people, but you have to set boundaries with yourself for yourself. Meaning you don't have to say yes to everything. That's probably why you're in a situation like you're in because there's so many things, right? And then everything came crashing down. You have to set boundaries and limits for what your energy can handle. But you have to remember that when you set boundaries, it's not selfish. You 
have to prioritize yourself and your needs. And it's okay to do that. Most of us have been conditioned to believe that self-care and putting ourselves first is selfish. But if you don't put yourself first, you're going to put yourself last and you're going to teach everyone else to do the same. So when we follow that conditioning, the belief to do everything for everyone else first, over time we burn out because our needs aren't getting met. We think we're being righteous, but actually doing that is being selfish because what do you get out of being the savior? What do you get out of doing everything for everyone else? It's a feeling that you get that you're trying to fulfill for yourself, is it not? You either want to feel important or you want to feel capable. There's something there. If I'm not nailing it, you better figure it out. If you have a hard time saying no, it's because you want someone else to perceive you in a particular way. That's what's selfish. You're doing it because of that reason. You have to get honest with yourself and figure out what you actually need instead of the feeling that you're trying to chase. Hey there, shame shedders. Quick few questions for you. Are you tired of feeling weighed down by the heavy burden of shame? Does the constant self-judgment feel like a prison you can't escape from? Well, it's time to break free. Introducing my Shed the Shame Protocol. This is a free class that will transform the way you think about guilt, self-disappointment, and worthiness. Led by yours truly, Jen Whitens, who's been there. Trust me, I've been there. And this life-changing program will show you how to release your shame, heal your heart, and unburden your soul. Through my powerful process, you'll learn to silence that inner critic that's been holding you back. In three phases, I'll show you how to unlock the key to your freedom and create a life filled with confidence and self-love. I know how it feels to have that suffocating shame in your daily life. You want to be able to do the things you love with the people you love and be fully present to enjoy it without the heavy burden of shame and guilt. Inside my Shed the Shame protocol, I'll teach you the exact three steps I took to release myself from my shame prison. Now I'm able to take care of me and do what brings me joy without all of the guilt. Plus, I can show up for others on my terms without feeling or looking like an a-hole for saying no. So don't wait any longer. Start your journey towards freedom today. Plus, with my no-cost offering, because it's free, there's absolutely no risk involved. Don't let shame continue to hold you down. I want you to check this process out and trust it because it's working for me. It has worked for me and it works for my clients too. Take the first step toward your best life by registering for the Shed the Shame Protocol now. Head to the link in the podcast show notes or find me on Instagram at Jen Whitens, J-E-N-W-H-I-T-E-N-S. Or find me on Facebook as well, and you can get all the details there. So find that link and register right away. I can't wait to see you there. Because when we start doing this constantly and we're chasing this feeling and we're showing up for everyone else 
that resentment starts to build because we're chasing something that we want to get from someone else that they're not giving us or it's short-lived and our body realizes this, but our mind keeps after it. And so we start to blame others for our feelings of exhaustion, our feelings of sadness, our insecurity, our low self-confidence, like when we feel stuck or like we have no control over our own life. And then we are in a place where we're so stuck and dissatisfied about how everything's going. You can be in control because feeling that way is going to kill your energy and it's going to kill your relationships. Setting boundaries is self-care. Setting boundaries is as simple as giving yourself permission to take a break and to take care of yourself. And as a side note, if you really, really struggle with saying no to others and yes to yourself, I do have a boundary setting course on my website, jenwhitenswellness.com. You can find it there under programs and masterclasses, I believe up at the top. That is going to give you a roadmap and how to set boundaries for yourself without guilt and without feeling like an asshole. It's called Burnout to Boundaries because it's for people specifically who are burnt out from not setting boundaries. So that would be your best friend, learning how to do that. So the next thing I want to discuss is managing expectations. This is another key aspect of persevering through tough times. When we put too much pressure on ourselves to be perfect or to achieve something that might not be realistic or to expect something from someone else that they're not capable of delivering, we set ourselves up for disappointment. And disappointment, man, that is a killer, right? That can make us so sad. It can leave us feeling empty. It can leave us feeling like nobody cares. So instead of focusing on that pressure to be perfect, manage your expectations. If someone isn't delivering what you hope they would deliver on and they never have, is it realistic to expect that they ever will? No. You're setting yourself up for disappointment and despair and sadness. So shift your perspective on what you can control. Focus on your progress. And turn your attention to taking baby steps towards your goals and the actions that you are in charge of and you can take and set your expectations up with that. But don't overload yourself. Again, that's probably why 
your world might feel like it's falling apart because there's just too much that you've taken on or you've allowed to be loaded onto you. That's why the boundaries are so important. So set a firm foundation for yourself of boundaries, managing your expectations, using your strengths in each of those moments. It's so important to know what you're good at. Managing your emotions, knowing your nervous system, knowing your trauma, knowing your somatic responses, knowing what's safe for you, understanding your window of tolerance. If you don't know what that is, look it up. And expanding your window of tolerance safely so that you can take on some of these things that seem to overwhelm you. We're talking about a lot of that nervous system work in my membership group right now. Understanding your window of tolerance, knowing exactly when you go into fight or flight or fawn or freeze. Because when you understand that about yourself, you hold control. And that's what we want, right? We want that sense of control. That's why you're listening to this now. Because when your world is falling apart, you feel like you have no control. So focus on your controllables. And these are those. Focusing on your strengths. Managing and understanding your emotional responses and your behavior patterns setting boundaries, managing your expectations and your perspective of every situation for yourself and from others. Lastly, a crucial thing to rely upon is a supportive community. If you are overwhelmed because you can't do it all, then you need to find a tribe that can help you. And don't come at me with that well, then I'm just throwing all my shit on other people like they throw their shit on me. Not if they're there for you. Do you see what I'm saying? When you say yes to everything because you have no boundaries and you're trying to people please, that's a selfish act, okay? Sometimes you can't show up for others because you got your own shit going on. That's okay. That's why boundaries are important and that's why understanding your nervous system is important so you know when to say no, but you also know when you can say yes to the people that you want to be there for. I'm not telling you to say no to everybody forever for the rest of your life. I'm telling you to be picky. I'm telling you to do it when it feels good and you have the bandwidth for it. That's why having a tribe, having a solid community is important because maybe you've got two or three pals and one of them can show up, but two of them can't. That's okay. Do you see what I'm saying? So rely on a supportive community to show up for you. That's what they're there for. Because sometimes all we need is someone to remind us that we're not alone and that we have people in our corner. And maybe that's me. Maybe you message me. You can do that too. 
I get DMs all the time and I chat with people. And they tell me what's going on and what's frustrating them. And sometimes you just need to vent and get it out and then you can process better. So don't be afraid to reach out to the people you trust or seek the help of a professional when needed. So I hope these tips have been helpful and I hope they really are um, really helpful for you when you're navigating through some of your toughest moments. Life's full of ups and downs, but you have everything you need within you to persevere. You do. So stay strong, stay motivated, and keep pushing through. So that's it. Until then, stay resilient and persevere, my friends. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Shed the Shame. If you liked what you heard today, I'd love if you subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please share it with anyone that you think it would resonate with. If you feel so inspired to, please leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode on Facebook or Instagram. I greatly, greatly appreciate your love and support.